her. All right, now we're recording. Oh, so exciting. Welcome to the Petty Podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm very, I'm very, very honored. I'm very honored. Thank you so, so much. Stay excited. It's going to be a lovely little experience. All right, let's go ahead and get into it. Everybody, welcome back to Coco's Petty Podcast. I am here with Miss Kana. Aloha, my kako. This is Makana. Thank you for having me. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm so very honored. It's oh, I'm ready to get you. into it with you, baby. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Let's get into it. Okay, now I want you to give a little bit of an introduction for yourself, my love. Tell the okay. people who you are, what you're about. <clears throat> Well, um, my name is Makana. Uh, my full name is Makana Pumaikai. Um, I'm from Hawaii. I recently just moved up to the mainland, as we call it. Um, I just moved up to North Carolina. Um, 23 years old. I've been working in the retail industry. It's not quite like the food and beverage industry, but they do have, you know, they do have a lot of similarities. But yeah, I worked in retail for a few years myself, and there are a lot of overlaps, definitely. Oh yeah, most definitely, and oh, the people, and even just like the things that you deal with, and like. I actually worked in wine retail for about two years in a row. All right, uh, and how was that? Well, it was during the pandemic, like in the midst of the pandemic. Oof. So I want you to think about that first day that lockdown went into play. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. It's like the plague. And everybody was like, well, I can't go without alcohol. I have to be around my children now. Mm-hmm. So. The struggle, honey. Yeah. We did about $10,000 in sales that one day alone. Oh my freaking goodness. Oh my God. And people That is actually were... not bad considering nobody was out and about, you know? Uh, right. Yeah. yeah. It definitely, definitely slowed down, down for like a day <laughs> after bet, that. I bet. But then people realized, oh, I can still order pickup. Oh yeah. And that's when DoorDash and that's when everything started getting very popular, ordering out and staying in. Oh, it was bananas, balls to the wall, crazy. And not in a fun way. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's like, I, I don't know if you remember this, but did you, did you guys ever have curfews up here? Yes. Yes. Uh, people didn't really follow them, but we had them. I know that's right. Even in Hawaii. Um, so Back when I was working, so I worked a few, I worked at a few retail places. I worked at Target for just about three years. And then um, I worked at Old Navy from, I'm going to say from 2017 to around 2020. We're, I know we're definitely going to get into that later because that at Old Navy, I faced discrimination with one of my um, coworkers and associates there. Oh my God. Mm. Oh my God, things were said in front of people. It was just a mess. But anyways, um, around that time when you started working at the winery, I started working at Target and we just went into the lockdown and we had curfews over there. And oh my goodness, I will not forget when the police would stop me on the way home and there'd be like 
what are you doing out at this time? And I'm like, I just got off of work. I just got off of work. I promise I'm not breaking the law. Please don't do anything. Please don't do me like that. I am We're following too the rules. <laughs> Please. Oh, that would have been, I would have been deceased. That's horrifying. Honey, oh my God. My, my heart fell out of my ass. Like, oh my God, every time I'd get stopped, I'd be like, please, my tags are legal. I am a legal driver, please. Right. right. Oh yeah, in the South, people weren't really, people weren't following the curfew and um, police weren't really enforcing it. Stop. Yeah. Yeah. What a shame. But not surprising, you know? Obviously, I mean, yeah. yeah no. Being in the Deep South, yeah, most deaf. Surrounded by all the, you know, just the thick of it, the Republicans and all. Uh, definitely the thick of it. Oh my gosh, it's exactly how I refer to it. The thick of it all. And yes. to the wind. I started thinking about it a little bit. You know, the mask mandate oh, was only taken. The mask mandate was only taken away in um, the spring of last year. Isn't that insane? I can't get over it. I think that is so freaking insane. That, that feels like five years ago, and it feels like the pandemic started ten years ago. And I feel like I'm 50 years old when I'm really about to turn 27. <laughs> I know that's right. Oh my god, that is exactly how I feel too. I'm like, oh, literally, it feels like the pandemic was like almost 20 years ago. And oh my god, I was just you... around like what, 10 years old. Oh, yeah, complete infants we were. Yes. We're still the children. We're still the children, darling. We're still youthful. We are the world. We are the children. We are the world. We are the children. Oh my you need gosh. to tell me a little bit about this Old Navy experience, Bestie. Oh my freaking goodness. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's exactly like how you said it. It was like balls to the wall. So, um... <sighs> I started working Everybody had to get their discount denim. Oh, honey, the 50% <laughs> discount was really what I was loving about that whole place was like having 50% off of the clothing that is like $34.99, $43.99. I'm like, honey, you're making it livable for me to wear some really good clothing at a really good price. You know what I mean? So that was like one of my major like. Girly oh, guess. I had a wholesale yeah, exactly. discount when I worked at the wine store. I was oh, thriving. Did they give you a discount over there as well? It was a wholesale discount, so I got all my wines at the wholesale price and didn't have to pay the restart. Stop. Price. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Stop. So that's oh why I stayed there during the emotional abuse. <laughs> <laughs> we will fight you the torment, darling. Because I know you got me fucked up when I'm paying more than $5 for a wine that's worth $25. Oh, you got me totally fucked up. You got me uh, totally fucked up. Honey, at uh, that point, get me barefoot. <laughs> tell me more tell me more okay so yeah i started working out on navy in 2017 so um my early experience with that place it was actually you know i i have nothing bad to say about it everybody there was wonderful i had a wonderful experience when i was in hawaii um you know for those of you who don't know i am a transgender woman so Around 2017 was when I first, I'm going to say, started my um, public transition. Um, mm. I started transitioning when I was in high school, around 10th grade. Um, 
Thankfully, the school that I was at, it was very much, um, how would you call it? Low income community. And it was a very, um, it was a place where poverty was like kind of struck in in my, my area. It wasn't a complete, you know, poverty area, but we were low income and we were working class citizens. So a lot of us had the same struggles. You know, um, some of us have parents, uncles, aunts, and stuff like that, that, um, you know, are really affected with like addictions and, you know, it was a very, it was a very tough time. I'm going to say high school is a very tough time, especially for like a lot of us kids and just being in Hawaii in general. Um, I feel like because the local people don't have, you know, much to do, they start to dabble in things that they shouldn't be dabbling in. But anyways, um, yeah. I started transitioning in 10th grade and when I first started working at Old Navy, I was still within the midst of like my early, you know, transition. Um, by the way, Makana Pomaikai, that is the name that I was born with. Um, when I was born, I don't know why, but my mother and my father decided to give me and my brother um, unisex names. So Makana is a unisex name, but in the midst of my whole transition, um, We'll get into that another time too, because I used to go by Leia, but it, like I said, it's a whole spiel. It was a whole spiel. So when I was working at Old Navy, I used to go by Leia. And like I said, the experience at Old Navy was beautiful. I had a wonderful team. I cannot say nothing bad at all, but they used to heavily, 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 heavily rely on me. And thankfully I didn't have too much um, hate towards my transition. Everybody was kind of actually very accepting just like my high school uh, an accepting experience thank god because i would not be able to sur- fucking survive at all it was horrendous it was fucking horrendous <sighs> getting back into old navy um worked there for about two years i think around the second year is when i got um <clears throat> discriminated towards my i guess my transition my my gender who i identify as myself um, yeah, it was one morning me, there was a group task force for our early morning, um, crew. I was a part of the early morning crew. You show up at usually around 3, 4 a.m. And you usually unpack boxes, set stands, do planograms, do all those things. You know, you basically set the store for the new season, a new setup and all the new things, all the new things. So just a whole reset rebrand yeah oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah and you know like i said i i love old navy i currently work at the old navy up here in north carolina um wonderful Mm. team i have not experienced anything yet actually we'll get into one experience that i've had we won't say what town i'm in but um you know i don't want to lose my job darling but we love an income yes yes ma'am yes ma'am yes (laughs) ma'am But, um, yeah, uh, we were working one morning. So one of the girls that I worked with, um, down in Hawaii, she identifies as, you know, a lesbian woman. So me and her, we are super tight, really good friends. We'll call her Lonnie. So me and Lonnie, you know, we were super close, whatever. And we're, we're together on the floor unpacking boxes and whatnot. So this is around maybe like 5 a.m. And one of my bosses come in. You know, we're playing music, whatever his music is playing. I'm playing Mariah Carey. We're playing Honey. And I am such a big Mariah Carey stan. So we're playing Mariah all morning long. And <clears throat> queen of queen. You know, we have breaks in between. And at the time, I was very, like, young and 
she was out there, darling. She was out there. She used to do cartwheels. She used to do flips and tricks just, just to get a laugh, just to, you know, have a good time. I don't like to take life too serious. But um, we are here for a vibe. We're on yes, a spinning rock know, flying through space. Absolutely. There's no point in feeling the negative energy for more than five seconds. Absolutely. And it's like, if you're going to come around and with, like, if you're going to come around me with that negativeness, like, baby, I am not the one. Like, no, I'm not the one. A, like, we're going to put a smile on that face. Exactly. We're going to put a smile on that face, exactly. not like the Joker way, but like a fun way, in a cute way. Yeah, and and in a way where it's almost like protecting your energy, you know, it's like don't come around me your negativeness and try to like taint what I have going on because I notice it's self care. Yes, I notice like you have to take care of yourself. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, we are dancing, singing, you know, um, and then I I bust out a cartwheel and. I know, out of all things, I bust out a, car- a cartwheel, but I bust out a cartwheel and my <laughs> girlfriend's like, oh my God, you can do a cartwheel, da 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 And I was like, yes, girl, I, I used to like, I never, I, I didn't really cheer in high school, but I used to cheer in high school with the cheer team. I wouldn't like, I guess I wouldn't like go on the like the stages with them and stuff like that, but I would go to their practice and cheer with them. But <clears throat> reason being, I was like- You were present for the festivities. Exactly, exactly. I, I wanted the moment, but I didn't want to be in the moment. Yes, yeah, I, I overstand, yes. <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. Like, yeah, I just wanted that little, like, oh, my God, I cheered. But, like, you know, I didn't cheer, but I cheered <laughs> to cheer team. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, um, I did a cartwheel, and one of my managers will call her Brenda. That's Brenda. close to her name. That's why. Um, so we'll call her Brenda. Brenda was like watching us dance and sing and then Lonnie was like next to me or whatever. And I do one more cartwheel and she's like, Brenda's like, oh my God. And I look at her and I'm like, what? Like, oh my God, what? Like, I'm fine. Like, you know, I, I, I do this. And she's just like, girl, you won't even believe what the, oh my God, you won't even believe what the fuck she said. Oh my God, it's getting me so heated. And she's like, I thought I seen something in between your legs. Ma'am. Honey. Ma'am. Honey. Oh, where the fuck I put my phone? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Honey. Oh, fuck. Oh, I do it too fast. It doesn't click. <laughs> Broke it? <laughs> <laughs> we had a little malfunction. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Hold on. Hold on. I got another. I got like five fans. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I know that's right. I know that's right. I know that's right, honey. You better fan me off. I'm hot, hot, hot like stolen Chanel. Lock her up in jail. I know that's right. Oh my gosh. But yeah, that was literally my reaction when she said that. My reaction was literally. And tread lightly. Tread so lightly. Honey, I was so transcended and like um, my life flashed before my eyes. Like I literally 
I you're like, I could die. I could kill it with five different moment, like, displays right here, right now. Honey, oh my god. It was 17 kinds of hell. It was 17 kinds of hell. Okay. Mm. Um, I was completely displaced. I was disassociated. I wasn't even in the moment. Like I said, I was having an outer body fucking experience. And oh, yeah, Lonnie was standing next to me. And Lonnie looked at me and she's like, what? the fuck did she just say? And then I said, I think you, I think you heard what she said. I think she said, um, she thought she seen something in between my legs. And Lonnie was like, what the fuck? And I was like, yeah, um, I'm shook no. myself. Knowing who and I am these Lonnie, days, right. I just said, where? Where? You know, I, at that, at that time, I so, I, that is so true because I so should have came at her left when she came at me right because I, I think just at that time being in front of my friends and like I was, I was also very young too. I was gonna, I'm going to say I was about like 17, 18 at the time and I was just so like, you like you're just so fucking taken back, you know, by like the disrespect of like human beings. You're just like, yeah, just you know immediately what I mean? just hit like, with, um, like, that brain fog. Like, you don't know right. what to do next. It's like, when did we as humans stop being humans? Yeah. You know? So, <clears throat> yeah, I literally blanked out in that moment, and I really should have came at her. I really should have fucking came at her. But, right. you know, my girlfriend like, Lonnie, she was next to me, and she's just like, does she not know that, like, I'm fucking gay and I'm like, girl, I, I, she knows, but I don't think she gives a fuck. And I don't think she thinks that we're not going to go back and let, uh, you know, somebody in human resources know, cause we are going to do that. Yes. You know? So yeah. Uh, at that, like I said, at that moment when it happened, when I faced that, like, moment of discrimination towards me and my, who I identify as, it just was such a life. I don't know. Like I said, it's just a life altering experience. If you are trans, you know, so, to other people out yeah. there, if you are trans, you know, and if you know, you know, it feels like invasive and insulting at the same time. Completely. <clears throat> yeah, completely and absolutely invasive and intrusive and, <clears throat> you know, um, also, like, no matter who you are, never like talk about your coworkers' genitals. Please and thank you. Like, please that's... and thank you. Out of that is actually sexual harassment. Yeah, it's considered sexual harassment. And you know, I could have had harass, but damn, double homicide, honey, double two one time. I was about ready to make it a triple and take her position. Per but. I, like I said, at that time, being 18, 17, 18 at that time, um, <clears throat> it was just, I was just a naive little girl and I was like too scared to just, I was too scared to bring it to other people's attention or I was too scared to bite back when I was bitten. So, <clears throat> I mean, now being 23, I'm going to be 24 next month, Capricorn season, my love. So, you know, we love that. But, um, 
come through Capricorns. Oh, yes. Come through Capricorns. We love our Capricorn sisters and brothers. We love you all. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> being Remember, now what was your birthday at, 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 a, at a ripe 23, going to be 24, I, tr I do not... I, I do not take that anymore. Now yeah, I've absolutely. learned to have a backbone. <clears throat> and I feel like people like to um, test you to see if you have that backbone, you know? Yeah. Especially in like work settings and all that nonsense and all that zhuzhs. Like, I feel like people like to like test your backbone and like who you are as a person, which is so not okay. But then it also, you know, it teaches you character and it also builds you as a person to be like, hey, I have a voice. Like, you're not going to shut me up and you're not going to like, you know, you're not going to sideline me. Exactly. You can still approach this world with grace and kindness, but you can still come through with that ferocity. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I feel like that's what people don't expect from people like us or like girls like us. I feel like they don't expect us to like have ferocity or like... um just to have, I don't know, like I said, having like that, just that backbone, like they don't expect us to have that. They expect us to like cower and be like, oh, you're listening to us because we hired you. You know, all this nonsense and da 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 It's just like. They don't expect us no, to stand baby. up for ourselves. A absolutely. Absolutely. And it's like, babe, you need me more than I need you. Exactly. They still see, this is still where we see a lot of like misogyny in the world too, because they feel that the uh, the femininity that we kind of express is weakness. Absolutely, and it's not even a weakness. It's almost like um, it's almost like our self protection that we put ourselves in. You go into like this automatic. Um, it's like that automatic just switch button where you just go into like a protective mode, and it's not even weakness. You're just like, you know, you're just scared sometimes, and you don't know how to approach things, so you're just like. <gasps> What do I do? Ah. Yes. And honestly, yeah, so. I'm still going to be scared because people in this world are fucking wild. Baby, that's one thing I will give Hawaii. Um, if you guys, if people have ever been there, if you ever get to go there, my love, Miss Coco, if you ever get to go to Hawaii, I so totally recommend it. Um, the trans community in Hawaii, the LGBTQIA plus community in Hawaii is so big and... <clears throat> it is one of the most accepting places I have ever lived. I've lived in not so much places, but I've lived here and I've lived on the big island of Hawaii. And, you know, I visited Portland and Hawaii is one of the most accepting places ever. The, like I said, even just the dry community there, it's so vast and, Rampant. I love it so, so, so very much. If you, like I said, if you get to visit, please, please, please let me know because I would love to go down with you and I would love to introduce you to the island girls and the island scene and the island queens. They're just wonderful, 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 wonderful people. Like I said, Hawaii is an amazing place. It's just, I didn't notice how scary and how serious it was until I got up here. Yeah, it's it's scary for girls like us. It really it really, really, really fucking is. It really fucking is. And, you know, I'm not saying I had privilege at all because that's not where I, that's not what it's about. But 
just having the privilege in Hawaii to like live authentic and not be um, <clears throat> ostracized was nice. It was it was really nice. And, and I've also noticed like that immediately here, have that you know, sisterhood like around you. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Most definitely. Most most definitely. And bringing it back to Hawaii, um, you know, us. I would say I would consider you know us trans people. We would be considered as mahu in Hawaii, and mahu is just technically the third gender. Mahu. There's gonna. Be, like I said, we'll get into it at another time, another place. But yeah. um, <clears throat> Mahu is just basically the third gender, which is, you know, transgender, whatever's. That's basically how Hawaiians identified people like us in ancient times. It wasn't until Western, I feel like, influences happened where we were no longer recognized as high esteemed people of the community. Um, <clears throat> In Hawaii, kind of people like history, us. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. And <clears throat> I feel like people don't realize um, people like us were actually very well respected, and we were in high, high powers and positions back in ancient times before this whole, like I said, Western colonization happened and stuff like that. Um, it wasn't something that was like frowned upon, so. You know, bringing it back to 2023, I just think it's crazy that we as human beings have to stop being human for other people to feel comfortable, you know, in their spaces and this and that. But I say fuck that to that, so. Period. Yeah. Period. Oh, yeah. Oh, fucking yeah. Because at the end of the day, we are all going to the same place. And... When you're dead and gone, my whole question to that is, was it worth it? Was it worth it you being nasty to somebody? Was it worth it you putting down somebody? Was it worth it <clears throat> that, you know, you kicked your child out because your child out because they were different and this and that? You know, was it worth it? And when you're long gone and your soul has left your body, can you say that you've lived a fulfilling life and you lived by the way? You know, especially these Southern Republicans, can you live by the way that Jesus said that you're supposed to live by? Allegedly, you're supposed to live by love, this and that, no matter what, whatever's, you know. I'm not too keen on it. I don't pay attention to it, but did you live the way your creator wanted you to live? With love and peace? Did, did you do that, boo? You or know. did you make it your life's business? Thank you. Exactly. And it's like, you know, you say you're going to walk journey. your walk, but honey, was your creator nasty and negative to his creations? Mm. When I was brought up in the Baptist church, we were taught the golden rule, treat others the way you want to be treated. Thank you. And then some of the same people from that church, this is, see, fun fact about me and my family, mm -hmm. uh, my parents were are very religious like to this day but they stopped taking us to church like stopped taking the whole family to church because they didn't necessarily want us to be surrounded by the hypocrisy of the church oh yeah they wanted us to get like the core teachings they wanted us to understand the moralities that they were trying to instill in people and then they were like all right if y'all want to follow this faith that's on you but like 
we're not going to force it onto you. Right, and we're not going to force you to be around all these people who will say one thing and turn around and do something else entirely. Right. Which... Happened a lot. Which happened a lot. Yep. <laughs> yeah. They did it right. <clears throat> oh, yeah. And, you know, I want to say I had a very similar experience. Um, my family was in the church all the way up until, I'm going to say I was in sixth grade or seventh grade, maybe. <clears throat> I think seventh. Seventh grade was the last time I think I went to church. Ugh. Um, we grew up, I grew up Catholic, and then <clears throat> they were very strict on their teachings, but we won't even get into that. But um, yeah. <clears throat> I grew up Catholic, and then we slowly transitioned to Christian as I, you know, as I gotten a little bit older. So I'm like fifth to sixth grade, we were Christians, and then sixth, seventh grade, um, you know, we were teetering. I'm not going to lie. My dad had his struggles with his with his addictions, and we faced a lot of like ridicule by people. And I think, like I said, when did humans stop being humans? Because, you know, we all make mistakes in life or whatever. Anyways, getting back to it, my parents were the same way. They were like, being in Hawaii, it's a very small place. Everybody knows everybody. So as soon as some somebody's kid comes out as being different, you know, it's like super frowned upon it's like <gasps> she's what he's what it's like uh well guess what i have cousins who are and i also have aunts and uncles who are so yes. you, you you know it's like yes yes yes, yes don't yes. act so surprised darling we out here you know <laughs> so, we are here <clears throat> we are present right right so yeah we left the church too in like sixth grade or whatever um, my parents did not like the hypocrisy and I just think that they didn't like the nastiness that was like, mm, it, I mean, not all is nasty, but the nastiness like, that came from a lot of the people who attended. It was a lot of like individuals. Yeah. Absolutely. It Absolutely. wasn't the whole group, but it was enough like individual people. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. And, you know, my mom was like, we're not going to go anymore. If you guys want to start going, go ahead. But, you know, we're no longer going to be going on Sundays. And that was the most awesome shit ever. I will not forget. I was so happy. Um, yeah, it was an amazing That's that boss moment. level shit right Loved there. Yeah. <sighs> but, yeah. Um, yeah. Just being up here and just like I said, learning how dangerous it can be for us, it's just crazy. And I also had an experience up here at one of the ONs, we'll call them ONs, Old Navies, at one of the Old yeah. Navies up here. Um, currently, in the current position that I'm in, um, I hate it's when, okay. I don't know if this ever happens to you, but I hate when people who are not in our community says or tries to say lingos or words that are oh God, within yeah. our community that I kind of find offensive as being a trans woman. You know, I don't know if you have that type of view as well, but I, I really don't like when people It just are feels like, cringy. Right. Or it's yeah. almost like, um, excuse me, girl, 
What, like, what are you trying to... It's like, what, do you what, get to say you that? Know what I mean? Do you, you know get what I mean? to I'm say like, that? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. I don't know if I'm just being combative, but I'm just like... It, but like, what did they say? What did they, I just want to know what they say. Oh my gosh. Um, we had a meeting in the morning and like I said, maybe I'm just being combative, but they were like, oh, okay, so this award goes to Makana. And I've only been there for maybe about 90 days. Um, Good for you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, It was really, like I said, it's still a very good, still a good vibe. But like I said, maybe I'm just being combative. But my my boss was like, oh, this award goes to you. The most, she's like, you know, we all love Makana. She's very extra. Mm. I looked at her. Mm. And I was like, bitch, what the fuck you know about extra? And you know what? I'd rather be extra than be basic. And that's literally, I will not forget, that's literally what I said. I stood up and I was like, well, better extra than basic. Thank you. I'm like, get out of here, baby. It's better extra than freaking basic, okay? I know that's right. So, yeah. I'm not about to blend in with you, Helen and Personally, I don't like when people who are not in our community use our lingo because it makes me, I almost take offense to it. I was like, you know, I, I think, yeah, I know you're trying to be cool, but I feel, I feel like it almost comes out as like shade or as like a slight insult, a slight jab. Yeah. Like that's. You know, so, yeah, and that was said in front of all of my coworkers. And I just was like, bitch, don't clock my motherfucking tea like that, honey. Yeah. Okay. Like oh, these are words and phrases. This is the vernacular that has been established, established practiced, and distributed. Uh, right by a like a very artistic and gorgeous group of trans and queer people exactly exactly mostly people of color yeah absolutely absolutely so tread real lightly oh very um you know when it comes from you know like i said there's nothing but love for me but when it comes from somebody who has that privilege, you know, because they are a white woman and they say some shit like that. It, like I said, it almost comes off as like an insult or a jab. Cause it's like, what do you know about that? Like, like, do you know where that word and that lingo comes from? Do you know where the root and the extent of those things? Like, that's why, you know, me being a Capricorn, I take things very much to heart. I'm like, and like, I go in depth about it. I'm like, okay, so extra, are you calling me extra because this is not, and that, and that, you know, I go into the thirds and the fourths and the fifths of everything. So yeah. When that happened, I I was so shook, but yeah, like I said, it's just little things for me. And there was that one big moment over at the O'Navy in Hawaii with Brenda, but yeah, I feel like for the most part, but, um, yeah, I feel like for the most part, thankfully me being a trans woman, I recognize what certain privileges we have you know, and what certain privileges some of us have over others. And thankfully, I had a very kind experience. You know, I have my moments where I sound like a motorcycle vroom, but <clears throat> for the most part, oh, honey, vroom, vroom. And we're talking about a chopper. We ain't even talking about a freaking sports motorcycle. We're talking about a chopper. Like right now, honey, we're a little bit in a chopper vibe. I'm a little bit <clears throat> recovering from a cold, darling. <clears throat> so um 
Yeah. I, mean, I get that. I'm the deepest voice lady that you will meet in a hot minute. But. <laughs> Baby. That's it. We're just a vixen, my love. We just sound like vixens, darling. She's a uh, vixen. She is a lady. She is a woman. But yeah. She just got that deep, raspy tone. She- <laughs> <laughs> She's mysterious. She's seductive. And she's anatomically transgender love. Okay. <laughs> and don't you forget it. Uh, yeah. As I yeah. motorboat the microphone with my B cup. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. But yeah, I'm, like I said, thankfully, you know, we all have our. We all have our experiences, and I do not discount anybody's experiences, but I'm very privileged, and I'm very happy that I didn't have such a nasty, you know, experience. Maybe I'm yet to experience something like that. Um, I feel like the only other thing. Hope and pray that that is. Right. Knock on wood. Yes. Please and thank you, because I'm like. Oh, oh, the the craziness I hear about, I I just freak out sometimes, and I have such major anxiety attacks. It keeps me up sometimes when I think about it. But yeah, um, for the most part, it's been pretty cool. Um, <laughs> there's been times where I've been clocked at clubs and bars, but um, you know, it's because um, my. We all have identification, darling, and my identification card has um, the previous, the previous, we'll call it the previous the identification on top of it. Um, so it's funny because when I go out to like bars, you know, get into like the beverage scene, the nighttime beverage scene, um, it's funny when I go into like, of course you're going to face some kind of ridicule when you go into like a cisgendered. Um, all those damn twinks. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. The amount of closets that I see walking around out here. (laughs) Honey. (laughs) Honey. I've seen a bunch of walk-in closets and I see a bunch of basic little mirrored closets out here. I'm like, oh my God. Baby, I know you from the grind. But anyways. um, Right. But... You know, going out and stuff like that, like I said, I do have my previous identification, gender identification on top of it. So mm-hmm. it's funny because I'll go out up here in like certain bars I'll go into or certain nightclubs that I go into. They like to look at your ID and, you know, they'll just look at the date and look for the date and that's it. They'll look yes. at my card because it's a Hawaiian ID, a Hawaii ID, and they'll look at, they'll immediately they'll start to, like, like analyzing the, thing, the yeah. card. And, honey, when I see them starting to analyze that shit, okay, I'm like, like you okay, can honey. Just, it's here. It's here. Yeah. The date's here. I'm like, I'm like 1999, right there. I'm like, don't look too close. I don't it's need you clocking my tea, baby. It's the only part that matters. Right. Right. Because, yeah. Oh, there's been moments where, girl... I know some of these night nightclubs and these freaking bar scenes that I've been out here. 
I know they see my gender marker. I know they just look at me and they're like, that's you, girl? And I'm like, yes, baby. That is moi. Not a soul that came is clock. her. That is she, darling. Yes, I know what it looks like. I know what it looks like. But that is she, okay? Can you believe the skincare? <laughs> That's all it is. Guess what? I just came in here with chapstick, honey. Not I a soul can chapstick. Oh my. But yeah, um, I'm very thankful. Like I said, even though besides that little experiences that I have every now and then with like the cisgendered people were the sissies, as I call them. Thank you. <laughs> the stiffs. I call them the stiffs. Especially with the stiffs, it's like... The dead men walking. The dead men... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! The dead men walking season three. I can't. I can't. Actually, I'm gonna call myself that now that I'm thinking about it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Same. I identify as a walker, darling. I identify as a walker. <laughs> Thank you very much. Push me to the back and give me my own. Thank you. But anyways, uh, <clears throat> yeah, just like I said, I'm just happy that we've come as far as we've come. I know we haven't come in, come as far as we should come within our industries. You know, being in a food and beverage and just being in retail. But exactly, like I keep thinking about whether or not I want to pursue this career path like further with um ex- like specifically becoming a sommelier mm-hmm, absolutely because it's just such a oh, what's the word it's um not prestigious it's like when people are being like super uppity you know um oh yeah 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 there's like one it's specific more of word like that a... comes to mind hmm. yeah it begins with a p i know it begins with a p Oh my gosh. I'm a dear Google synonyms for <laughs> synonyms for uppity. Very privileged. Pretentious. 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 It's such a pretentious Absolutely. industry to be in. Absolutely. And it's also it's not exactly the most open industry to queer folk and people of color. Absolutely. There has been some progress that's been made. I'll give them that. However, it's just, I've never exactly felt the most welcome in those spaces. Yeah. And like, like you said, progress have been made, but it's, it's very, mm, progress hasn't made, has progress really been made? You know, it's very much it's that kind like, of vibe. Yeah. It's not a Sad. lot of progress. Mm-hmm. 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 Two steps forward and one step back is still a step forward. Yeah. Which equals half a step. <laughs> but we're used to taking half a step. This is this is trans math. <laughs> right. Uh, that part. <laughs> that fucking part. I'm a tiptoe. Oh my god. And we'll see how Always I feel about it. But... Even for myself, I don't know if this is the career path that I'm gonna continue on. Um, for the long run. What brings you joy um, in your life? What's that? When it comes to choosing a career path, what kind of, what brings you joy? 
what do you see yourself mm. doing? Like, you know, for business and just in life. So, oh my goodness, give me one second. I think he's hard. Yeah, I have to clear the motorcycle out of my throat. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um you know, for my career path that I currently want to go on, and it brings me joy. Hmm. For me, it has always been the beauty industry. Um, and, yeah, I think the beauty industry and, like, being in, like, skin work and I think being a cosmetologist is the um, career path that I want to go on. I've always... Not I've not. We're not gonna say I've always. We're gonna manifest it, and we're gonna say I will be opening up a salon and a nightclub because that's just one of the things that I've always wanted to like pursue. I wanted a space. I want a space where I can hire people of color, not just people of color, but people of color who are in the LGBTQIA plus community. I want to have a uh, staff that's just specifically, you know, trans and queer ran, you know, um, yes. especially in Hawaii. I feel like we do, like I said, we do, like I said, we've made progress and whatever, but I feel like it's not always ex as accepting to people like us, you know, just being authentically us. Um, I feel like it's not always accepting, you know, you can be who you are, but don't do too much, you know? And I feel like that's, that's just, no, that's not okay. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. Um, I feel like that's the career path I want to go on. Um, I would love to be a nightclub connoisseur um, and just open up a nightclub in Hawaii that's just ran by a specific just trans and queer staff. Like, I just want a big staff of just all trans women. And... You know, you an just go in and you know, staff of oh, oh, yeah, and having like a full blown queer safe space. Absolutely, absolutely. Yes. I'm fucking living for it. Yes, right. Like, yeah, and you know, being from Hawaii, um, you know, on the island that I'm from, sadly, we've only we only had one, we literally only had one gay club out there, and. I was that like, seems really? like not enough. No. And I'm like, we only have one? And I'm like, you know, even There's if it's not even here just a gay club, I'm like, we only have one? Like, right. like what the, f like, what in the boondocks, boonie backyard shit is going on? Like, <laughs> right. I'm literally like, um... Uh, no, no. So that's what I plan on doing. Um, I plan on going to bo um, business school soon and just, I want to get into the works of all that things and pooling licensings and, you know, I really want to make a space like that in Hawaii. Cause like I said, if I ever go to Hawaii, we have a really, really, really big trans community there. And I would love a space where I can just hire the girls and the queens and I can just be like, hey, you do this and you run this and you do that and you do this. And, you know, I would love that. And I would just love a space where we can just come in and piss, honey, say what you want to say, do the lingos and do all of that. Because a lot of the bars 
at, from the town that I'm from, it is very much, you know, it's very much the cis um, patriarchy, misogyny ran type bars. And nothing's wrong with that, you know, because there is, there is a sprinkle of us in there that comes out every now and then, you know, there's a sprinkle of the girls and the dolls and the boys and all of them, yeah. you know, there's all of them there, but the it's not the really kings, a welcoming yes. space, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And like there's a demand for it. Sure. But it's 2023. We can do better. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's exactly. almost 2024. Honey, that part, like I'm going to be 2024 tomorrow. What the hell I'm are sure we doing? <laughs> Right. <laughs> Honey, come on. Like the Renaissance getting, concert oh, was just last there's week. There's a lot of things happening right? in the world. <sighs> Time is an illusion. Honey, you know, I'm a very big Mariah Carey stan, and I do not pay attention to time. Time is irrelevant to me. I don't even have birthdays anymore. I have anniversaries, darling. I stopped aging at 18. Queen herself. I love it. Honey, <laughs> I, I don't even pay attention to birthdays. I'm like, how old am I? Oh, I'm 23. Oh. <laughs> like, oh, great. Another it's year been 11 time. full moons since the last celebration. Right, right. Oh my god. That's funny. That was only 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, um, yeah, I would love to venture into that space and do that stuff. Even have a salon that's just ran by specific, just queer and trans people. I would love to hire, of course, um, our stiff counterparts and our straight people in the cisgender community. I would love to do that as well, but I just want it to be a specific space for just people like us so we are allowed to be who we want to be and express who you want to express because, like I said, Hawaii is a very... Um, it's came a far away, but it's also very closed off, darling. So we need to bring them. Right. We need yeah. to bring them to the future. Exactly. I do yeah. want to introduce you to my friend Jocelyn Samora. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a cosmetologist. She's the girly pop that does my hair, and she helps me with my makeup. And she was actually the first person to put me in drag. Yes, Jocelyn, we love you. We love you, we love you, we love you. She's got her own little spot right now. Uh, I'm going to send you her um, her Instagram page when we're done so you can oh, see yes, a lot of what she does because she's phenomenal and she might be able to help you get started in that if you're interested. Oh my God, yes, please. Most definitely, yes, please. Yes. She also just had, um, I think that her son just turned one year old and he's the cutest little, cutest little fucker. Um, Yes! Congratulations, Congratulations on one Congratulations. year! Welcome to this crazy ass world. Honey, that part. That yeah, part. Yeah, we'll go ahead and oh just share Congratulations, Ms. Jocelyn business Dottie. page with you. Yes. Yeah. Um, what about yourself? What what like what industry do you plan on going in? Or like where where do you see yourself um being career driven wise well food and beverage is my passion in my life mm -hmm. because i'm just a little bit insane period and i 
Like, I went to school for culinary arts and food service management, and I minored mm-hmm. in the sommelier management program. So right now I'm working at a coffee and wine bar here in mm-hmm. Charlotte, North Carolina. Work? Yes. Love to see it. And I'm working as a server and bartender right now, and I've, like, bartended a bunch of weddings this year, about, like, 20 weddings or so. Yes! Yes. So I am doing what I love right here, right now, mm-hmm. and we're starting to get into the slower season. So, like during the summer, because we're very like weather driven, mm-hmm. since it's attached to a garden, it gets like insanely packed in there so fast. So it's very much turn and burn when I talk to people. So now mm-hmm. that it's starting to slow down, I get a chance to really like stop and talk to all the different guests who come through my door about like what different wines we have here's a little story about this vineyard here's mm-hmm. here's this wine that's grown in napa valley i met the winemaker he's such a super sweetie he actually signed a like a magnum bottle of this blend for me and i've got it sitting on my kitchen counter i get to be like a lot yes! more personable with the people who come through these doors so i'm Right now I'm doing what I love and I get a chance to really like dig myself into what I love right now. Oh yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. So I'm thriving. Love that. Yeah, you know, that's one thing for me too. It's like (sighs) trying to push myself to get into the cosmetology industry. Um, I've always been like freelance. I used to do like freelance makeup artist work and I used to do freelance hair. Um, back when I was in Hawaii, I used to do like, honey, I was one of the first girls in my, um, I'm going to say in my town that would like lay, I would lay down like lace front wigs and some of the girls that I knew that I went to school with and vice versa, they'd ask me to lay down their wigs and they're like, oh my God, you know, how did you do that? And this and that. And like, I was like, girl, I'm like self-taught. I'd watch YouTube videos and I'd just lay down my own wigs because I don't wear wigs all the time, but it's fun to change up your look. So it's the queer audacity to just like, oh, I think I can do that. Ab- absolutely. Do absolutely. Yes. And yeah, absolutely. And yeah, that's kind of how I, I got into it. And then like when I was in high school, like I said, just bringing it back to that it, I feel like that whole era of like my early transition stages where I would put on makeup before school, I would literally get up at like, where, what was it? Like five or six o'clock in the morning. I would beat my fucking mug and I would run out to that bus stop early, early, early in the morning. So my parents wouldn't fucking catch me, you know? And I feel like, Transitioning, honey, it's a state of mind. You know, I wasn't medically transitioning at the time, but I was definitely in the midst of my early transition and I felt right. I felt so empowered. I felt so, so like empowered going to school with my face mugged. And, you know, it was just a really big passion of mine. It's just even when I would glam other people and like I would, like I said, I would do the queen's hairs and stuff like that and I would lay down some wigs for my friends and even for some of my other girlfriends, I would just beat their mugs. And when I used to do my sister's weddings, and I've done a few weddings in Hawaii, um, it's it just bring, it, it was an industry that brought me joy to see other people happy with how they felt and how they looked, you know? 
She is by the people for the people. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and I feel like that was my that's one of my big callings in life is um, making people feel good because I know what it's like. You know, we we know what it's like to be um, to not feel good about who you are sometimes. You know, um, we're here for community. Absolutely, absolutely, community and unification. It's all about unification and peace. I, you know, I might sound like such a freaking Miss America stand, but world peace, honey. World what peace. Like I know that's fucking right. Right. Like that's all I. Sh that's all we as human beings should be striving for. I mean, I can't believe the aliens hasn't haven't come down yet and like blasted us to smithereens by the way that we're acting. But one can dream. But here we are. <laughs> <laughs> one can definitely dream. Ugh, ET, if you're name. out there, we love you. See, as my grandma used to say, I was five years old when she used to say this, you mm -hmm. can hope in one hand and shit in the other and see which one gets full faster. I love! I love! <laughs> oh my god! So, dear aliens, I ain't gonna shit in my hand, but I'm gonna keep on hoping. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that's right. I right as usual i love that so much <laughs> i love that so fucking much we love you miss coco's grandmother we love you babes we love you may she rest in peace that lovely may lady may she rest in peace oh my god i know she is peacefully resting yes i'll tell you oh what i never got a chance to come out to her as anything. trans i never got to come out to her as trans but i did get to come out to her as gay back when i was in college and I remember uh, I told her because I was like, hey, Grandma, I want you to know that I'm dating somebody. And she was like, oh, well, what's her name? Where'd you meet her? And I was just like, his name is Adrian. And she goes, okay, but, like, did you meet him at school? Like, are you just, did you meet him on one of these newfangled dating apps? Is he in I classes? I love that! And it was just, like, an immediate pivot. I love like, that so much for you. Oh, Grandma got it. <laughs> Grandma mm -hmm, was here for mm -hmm. it. She was here for the shits. She was oh driving around her in, in her little jazzy chair in her nursing home with a pride flag waving on the back. True fucking story. Like, I fucking love that so very much. Oh, we love a her. A bicurious queen. <laughs> we, oh, we stand. We Way stand. to go, Shirley Francis. Way to go. Way to go, Shirley Francis. I love that <laughs> so very much. Sometimes I'm good and sometimes I'm bad. <laughs> <laughs> that was a crazy bitch right there. Oh, we love that. That's an we ally. Oh, yeah. Ally. We love allies, darling. Oh, my God. We love that so very much. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm very thankful to... Um, like I said, I'm very thankful for just my family as well. Like when I started transitioning, oh my God, like I'm very happy. My, you know, there's like, of course you're going to have those particular family members that can't get over themselves, but, um, oh, 100%. you know, they can't get over their own damn fucking ego, but I'm very gracious and very grateful that my mother's family 
um, has been my mother's entire family has been quite accepting of my whole transition. Um, yeah, we we will we won't we won't get I'm too much into so my past because darling, perfect, honey, it's very turbulent, especially with my relationships, darling. Mm. It's mm. a whole spiel. Say less. Island, <laughs> honey. I can't even fathom. Honey, like I said, uh, it'll be a discussion we'll probably have off of your podcast because you're going to be revelated, darling. You're going to be gooped, gagged, and all the things. Per. But yeah, um, just getting back into like our whole industries and stuff like that, I, I'm very, very, very gracious and very happy to be, you know, freelancing in my... <sighs> in what I want to do at this exact time... I am not doing my makeup artistry work and none of that. I'm mainly at this specific time. I'm mainly just focusing on just a girl is just working to pay for her transition. Okay. Right. You know, we all just a bunch of working class girls trying to be career women. Okay. We are career girls. We are career girls from Manhattan. Period. (laughs) <laughs> we're on our way to Hollywood honey <laughs> let me tell you Julie Newmar we're coming thank you <laughs> yeah, um, we're red and wild honey red and wild that will be the theme <laughs> oh, we love you we love you to Wong Fu we love you oh. but yeah um like I said, I'm just very, 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 very honored. Like I said, once again, I'm just very honored to be here and just to be talking to you and just to be spieling a little bit about my little, my little life that we have going on, darling. I'm so thankful that we have an opportunity to catch up because I want everybody to know, because we didn't really like explain how we met. We, we both just kind of like, it was one of those just destined to meet kind of things. Oh yes. Oh yes. Yes. I'll I'll let to... I'll let you get into like the midst of how you you got to where you were at at the concert and then I will spiel in my little midst and we'll speak about our our introductions. Yes. So it was what was the exact date? Was it August 10th? I believe so. Yes, it was August 10th. Yes. August 10th at Bank of America Stadium. Yes. We were there for the Beyonce Renaissance World Tour concert because, mm, how could you not? Honey. Honey. For those of you who don't know, and for you, Makana, who might know, might not know, I don't remember if I told you this story, the Petty Podcast used to have another host. Really? It used to be the Coco and Jules Petty Podcast. Yes! Okay. And Jules and I had a bit of a falling out. Oh. And we don't speak to each other anymore. And we were friends and I was going to... I was saving up money. I was going to go to his wedding that he was holding in the Virgin Islands. Okay. However, Mm -hmm. I was like, Mm -hmm. I can either take this like six, seven hundred dollars that I had saved up at the time. Mm-hmm. And I can put it towards my transition costs. 
Or... Or I can right. mostly be Yotsu. Right. And... There I was in the front row. <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes! Uh, we oh my god, yes. So... Oh my gosh. Yeah, so... I asked the people, like, all the attendants there, like, how to get to my seat, and they were like, oh, it's just gonna be in this row, the seats are numbered, but, like, the seats weren't numbered. No, no, they were not. A couple of them were numbered. Right. But the rest were, like, the tape had been, like, scraped the fuck off. Right. So, I was just like, oh, I'll just count my seats down then. Right. And I just sat next to this beautiful, gorgeous, lovely lady right here. And I said, hi, how are you? My name's Miss Coco. Lovely to meet you. Right, right, right. And that's when I was like, oh my God, Miss Coco, hi. I was like, oh my God, I'm, I remember I introduced myself, I don't know if I introduced myself as Makana or if I introduced myself, or if I introduced myself as Pomai, because I go by either or, like I said, a, a girl has a very long name, but. Oh my God, I will not forget when we met. And I was like, what's your sign? And you were like, I'm a Capricorn. And I said, shut up. I'm a Capricorn too. And we just vibed and kicked right the fuck off right there. Oh yeah, honey. And the rest was history. Yes. Oh my gosh. And once again, I'm, that's very unfortunate. I'm very sorry for the whole falling out between you and your friend Jules. But like I said, I'm... Very, very honored to be here. So yeah, um, taking it back to when we first met, I love, I love your introduction because yeah, um, it was at that, it was at that stadium, and girl, I don't know if you remember, but it was so damn, it was so damn fucking packed. It was so Everybody packed. Was it was so hot. Attire. It was so hot, honey. Like everybody was in their chrome. I was in the most floral, gagged down, fucking flower power shit you could find. Baby, it was giving. It was totally giving though. It was totally giving the Renaissance era though. You know what I mean? It was okay. definitely within the era. Yes. It gave what Thank it needed you. to give, and the children seen what it needed to see. Huh. And I was here for the bees to pollinate. That part. She's polished. She's posh. Huh. Huh. There's a theme. Right, right. And I will not forget. Um, I don't know why I decided to choose, like, I don't know why I decided to wear, like, the, this, like, black top. I wore, like, the shoulderless black top with gloves attached to it. I still have my Alien it was the glasses for black me. glasses. And I have yes. my black leather jeans. Oh, my God. That and every time I looked over at you, you were sobbing. Honey. I was sobbing. I was literally sobbing. And because girl, that was Makana's just... first concert. Yes. Honey, that was her yes. first thank fucking you for concert. That. Thank, thank you for the clarification. Cause yes, darlings, this is my first concert and it's literally has made it like, um, that like set the, the bar. It set the epitome of like what I want concerts to um embody because Her. right and it was the most all i can say is if you if you witnessed her you know and if you also witnessed her during the renaissance tour you know 
And mm. it was just a, a revelating experience. And anyways, um, getting back to the story, I, I'm, I, I'm a constant rambling queen. I, I ramble, darling. I ramble a lot. But, um, I'm here for it because the rambling means content. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> We, we love a good content, darling. We love a good content. It's we a love content a good queen. story. But yes. yeah, uh, right. And we're on our way to the stadium. We're in this Uber. And I think that day or maybe the day before, something like that, Beyonce and Travis Scott released the song. I think it's called Del Resto or I think it's called Del Resto. Del Resto or something like that. And honey, it was definitely getting me into the vibes. My hair was a little bit shorter at the time. My hair is still kind of short, but it has completely grown 180 since when I first seen you. I had a short little like um, secretary bob flip wave. It was a cute little moment. Ugh. I'm still thinking about cutting my hair vibe. short again because I loved that vibe. But um, I'm just going yeah, to keep we were heading to the out. stadium. Yeah. Del Resto was playing, and then we we're at the inner, like one of the intersections right before the stadium, and we jump out. Me and my friend that I went to the concert with, we jump out, and then we start walking the streets. It was the most, oh, just the energy of everybody there was the most accepting, and like, I, you know, being. I don't know. I'm not from the South, but being from Hawaii, it was so nice to feel like that accepting energy when you were just walking around. Like everybody had their fans and they were clacking it. And it was just so, honey, it was like a chrome pride. Yes. It was literally like a chrome pride. Yes. It was the. 100 uh, fucking percent. Yes. One. <laughs> It was literally the Chrome Pride. It was, ugh. It was the Renaissance. She, it was, yeah. She made that album. For right. The queer community. She made right. that for the trans it, like, brothers it and sisters. It was the, like, right. It was literally the, ugh. Ugh. It was just, ugh. It was just the epitome of fucking Chrome Pride, honey. It was just so, ugh. I would not, ugh. And it was just wonderful seeing the people walking around in their outfits. Gayest disco ball you've ever seen in your life. My love, Studio 54. She's here and she's already. Right. Mm. And yeah, I will not forget. Um, walked into the stadium. Me and my friend, we were a little bit um, dehydrated at the time because we didn't go and get <laughs> drinks up at the bar. You said hi. I was like, period, bitch. Oh my God. Yes, that too. Oh, I mean, it was honey. Crossfaded. Uh, right, and we won't even get into it because, honey, I bring my medication wherever I go. So for those of you who don't know, yes, I exercise my medicinal rights, darling. Um, As you should. Uh, right, and I go into the I go into the stadium and. Of course, my my medicine is in my mirrored compact. And anyways, we'll, we'll get into that in a little bit as well. But I go and meet Miss Coco. I mean, my friend Lexi is coming down. My, my girlfriend Lexi, we're, we're coming down to our seats. And like I said, it was just one of that universe moments where 
it's just like, girl, the stars has collided and we have just boofed, bammed and boomed out of the air and hi, hello, how are you? The worlds and the planets have aligned. And we yeah, have arrived, um, yes. That's where I met Miss Coco. It was a cute little experience. Um, I remember telling Miss Coco, um, I know she, I, I don't, you know, I don't know if you do or not. I, I totally forgot. But I remember I was like, hey, honey, I'm just letting you know I have some medicine with me if you want some medicine. And she was like, purr. And I was like, yeah. Pass um, that Dutch. Pass that Dutch. Hey. Right, right. And she was like, honey, you know I will. And I was like, okay. Because, girl, I don't care what anybody says. When we were down there, somebody was puffing on something. It, I smelt the medicine in the air and I was like. You're like, oh, I'm not alone. <laughs> Uh, definitely not. I was like, okay, so I don't feel so guilty now doing it. I, I really didn't feel too guilty because I was like, okay, there was somebody else already smoking ready. And let me tell you, I'm not the kind of person to do that in public settings. But if somebody else is going to do it first, then honey, you have initiated the initiators. And I'm like, let's like, get it what are they, because What are they going to do? How are they uh, going to find uh, you? How are they going right. to find one blunt in the fucking, no. Absolutely not. Right. What are you going to do in the midst of cozy? You ain't going to do nothing. So, yeah, I will not forget. Um, we were standing together, and then right before the show started, remember those girls came in, and um, they're like, oh, you're in our seat. And I was just like, oh, shit. That's right. You're like, in the wrong fucking spot. Right. And I was like, wait, no. she No, I, and I remember telling myself, too, I was like, no, I think she's in the right seat. And they're like, no. She's I was like, no, I might seat. not. That's our seat. And, and I, was I was like, like well, girl. I might not be in the right seat. Hold on. <laughs> right. And you're like, hold on, wait. And then I was like, I literally looked at Lexi. I was like, fuck. They're going to move Miss Coco. And I seen you down at the other end. And I was like, fuck me. I wanted her to be next to me. I don't need to be next to these two girls that they were not even giving the energy that was needed for the concert. No, the people next to me weren't like throwing it back either. And I just... There was also somebody who ended up, like, joining the crowd, like, halfway through the concert. I don't know if you clocked that, and they were, like, standing, like, in my bubble. Girl. Which says a lot, because, like, we weren't exactly far apart in the first place. No. But these people were, like, on me. Yeah, I seen, and that's why I was like, oh, oh, oh. You were like, are you good? And I was like, uh, yeah. You kept making that face. You're like, oh. <laughs> it's like, that's fine. But like, I don't know if they'll be fine if I throw it back. Because this is a lot for me to throw back right here. That part. Oh my goodness. And then they left gracious. to go get like nachos. After right. they'd shown up like an hour late to the concert. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what the fuck they were doing. That was That was so funny to me. But I remember... Uh, during like one slow moment, I got your number before we parted ways for the end of the evening. And I'm so oh, glad yes. I did. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Right before um, we, I, I think it was like what? Um, right before we got split up from those two girls, I gave you my number. We're like, yes, we yes. keep in touch, yada, yada, yada. And yeah, that was basically our little introduction. It was like a set, like I said, it was such a moment being with Beyonce. And of course, like I said, that moment will forever go down as like a moment of moments of people that I've met. Like, 
just letting you know, you are definitely an icon, Miss Coco. Definitely the moment, my love. Definitely. You are the moment. You are a vibe. Darling, you are the visual. You are the bitch. <laughs> I want you to know, I never could have fucking clocked you in a heartbeat. I could not. You are too kind. You are way too kind. I appreciate that so very much. Like I said, I'm very humbled and I'm very, like I said, I'm just very humbled that you even say that. Like, I'm so, so, so humbled. Thank you so very much. Oh, you're going to make me cry. Please stop. Oh. <laughs> it's okay. Breathe in, breathe out. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so very much. Like of I said, course. just for you I honestly, I didn't that, even know like until I, said, I saw so much. Yeah, I didn't know until I saw your Instagram and you said that you were one of the dolls. And I was like, oh, what's that? Oh, she's a sister. She's a sister. <laughs> Twinsies. <laughs> yeah. I think we are nearing what's the that? close of the pod. We're nearing the close of the podcast right here. All so right, I want to ask you. The one question I ask all my lovely, gorgeous guests that appear on my show. Mm -hmm. What's the pettiest thing you've ever done? The pettiest, darling. Oh, my God. It can be related wow. to hospitality industry, or it can just be, like, something that speaks to you in your heart and soul. Oh, my God. I have quite a few petty things that I've done. Um... Like I said, um, don't, yeah, don't we all? <laughs> right. Um, I believe in karma. I've had a boss and her name, well, like I said, we'll call Vern and Vern, Miss Vern. I love these names. <laughs> you, you love these. You love that. I give I them names. names. Yeah. Oh, she said, I'm not getting sued. No, ma'am. No. And thank you for making the editing easier for me because I get so tired of putting those sensor marks in just a little boop. Yeah, like, honey, yeah, I, I, I give them names because I'm like, ugh, what, what can I revert, refer to this person as in the third person? We'll call her Vern. So, Vern. Vern. Miss Vern. So, Miss Vern, uh, one of these mornings I'm working in, because I have prior experience, it depend heavily on me. And I was getting things done, and one of the girls up at our cashier, we'll call her, hmm, Tori. So Tori's like, hey, I have these things of things that I need you to do. Um, can you take care of them for me? And I was like, you know, I already had a lot of shit to do myself. So I was like, you know what? That's fine. I'll, I'll take care of it anyways because I know I move faster than you. So I'll take care of it, my love. Like, don't worry about it. <laughs> um, so I go and take care of her things. And uh, Vern is like, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, I'm taking care of this because, you know, Tori wanted me to take care of this for her because... You know, she just wanted me to take care of it. I'm running things. I can go and run it for her. You know, it's not a big deal. And she's like, no, I need you out there on the floor right now. Da, 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 da. She full on like gives me the most disrespectful attitude. And she like grabs the pile of clothes from my hand. Like she literally like, I'm not even being dramatic at all. I'm not even trying to cause any drama or being hysterical. She literally grabs the pile of clothes from my hand 
and like like I said, she rips it from a hand and then she puts it on her cart and she's like, whatever you have left from Tori, bring it to me. And she like she just said it in such a disrespectful way and like, you know, I'm a I'm a human being. I talk to you kind. I res I you know, I respect you. I expect you to talk to me kind and respect me, you know? Um so Vern does that. I'm like, okay, I got you. And I go and I grab the things that I had and I slammed it down on her cart. I like, like I said, I call me that Capricorn, but um, I don't get mad. I get even. <coughs> and <clears throat> Vern looks at me and Vern's like, she just gives me a look. Vern just gives me a look. And oh, we love a look. Oh yeah. Vern just gives me a look. And when Vern walks away, call me a mean girl, call me a bad bitch, call me whatever you want to call me. But maybe it's my hormones were off that morning. Maybe I took too much. Um, but when Vern walks away, the pile of shit that was on her cart I walked right up to it and I swiped it onto the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Dirty. I, I love it. I know. I know. I know. So petty, but I swiped the entire, like the entire stack of shit that I gave her. I swiped it onto the ground. And then she comes back and she's like, oh my God, what happened here? And I look at her and I'm like, oh my God. What happened? And then she's like, Augusta wind. Right. In the middle of this concrete building. That's so wild and crazy. Like, I'm like oh my god. Um, I don't know what happened. And she's like, it must have been some kid or something. And I was like, it must have. It must have. And I'm like, little do you know, bitch, it was me. It was just a bad bitch. Honey, right, and my whole takeaway and my whole lesson from that is I don't like petty things done to me, but when you act a way and when you act a certain way, baby, like I said, I don't get mad, I get even, and sometimes I resort to petty things, which I shouldn't, but sometimes it feels good, especially when these people are in positions of power and they like to try to exercise their power in ways where it's like, you know, it didn't, you don't need to be that. You don't need to do that. You know? Exactly. Yes. So, yeah, that would have to be. And the goal is never to like physically hurt anybody. As of recent. As of recent. As of recent. As of recent, darling. As and we're recent. talking about, we're talking about a few months. Yeah. Oh my God, Miss Coco. Like I said, thank you so very much for having me. Like I'm so very honored. I'm so happy to be speaking with you again. It's been such a good moment. It's been a very, very long time since I've heard from you and spoken to you as well. Girl, it's been a minute, but I would love to have you on again sometime or even just call again to catch up because I love speaking with you. You are such a light and a joy and so absolutely gorgeous and delightful to talk to. Oh my God, you better stop because you are so absolutely gorgeous as well. My fucking favorite sister, my favorite Coco. I love you so very much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. 
Your words of kindness, I promise you, does not go unnoticed. And you are a very beautiful woman yourself and a very kind soul. And like I said, I'm so very happy to have met you as well. Definitely, we're going to get on a call. And definitely, I would love to be on your podcast again very soon. It was a very, very good time to spill tea and just catch up and kind of like just vibe. get to know a little bit deeper yes. into... Our when there's not like a group of nearly a hundred thousand people and things like yeah. that. I, I respect it so very much and what you do here for our community and just to spill the tea on like people like us in the industry, like oh I am so for it. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I love you, I love you, I love you, and I'm so glad. I'm always so happy to have you on here and I'm doing what I love and I will keep on doing what I love and I'll keep on supporting this community. And I'm keeping all of my sisters and brothers in mind every single time I create this content. Even period, if it falls on period, the ears of period. only like three I or four you, people. I love you. I love you. <laughs> uh, you have a fabulous evening. Would you like to plug any of your social medias or any of your content in okay, here before we yeah, sign off? Social media. So you can follow me on Instagram at Makana Pumaikai. I know it is a mouthful. So we'll spell it out for you. It's M-A-K-A-N-A-P-O-M-A-I-K-A-I. Like I said, you'll just have to rewind and play that back in. You know, you'll hear the spelling. I know it's a long it in, one, but yeah. honey, I'm the only description for the episode on top too. of Instagram. So there we go. You know, you can't miss it, love. You can't miss it. And you can follow me on Snapchat if you want to. Um, I'm not very active on there, but I should be a little bit more active on there. Um, it's M-A-K-A-N-A -A -A with another A. So that's two A's at the end of Makana. And T-O-L-E-T-O -E -E for my snap. Um, like I said, I'm not a big social media girl. I should be on Twitter, but I'm not. Um, I should be on Facebook, but I'm not. So... Keep <laughs> I'm mainly active on my Instagram, but yeah, please give me a follow. And I, once again, Miss Coco, I'm very, 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 very honored. I love you so very much. I can't wait to speak to you again, and I can't wait for us to kick and hang out again very soon. I will be renting a hotel in Charlotte, so we will be hanging out. Fuck yes, I'm so here for it, and I look forward to every second of it. Thank you so much for joining me on Coco's Petty Podcast. And thank you all for tuning in. I will see you all next time. Have a lovely evening, everybody. Bye-bye.